Welcome to the Women Empower podcast, where women entrepreneurs share their stories, struggles, and accomplishments. We are here to listen to women in all walks of life, from starting a business to running million-dollar companies, from personal to business, and everything in between. Let's get started. Here's your host, Brie Logue. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Brie Logue, and this is the Women Empower podcast. Today, we have Gina Wen, owner of Sarcastic Merch. How are you doing today, Gina? Thanks for being with us. I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here and talk all things business with you guys. Yay. Um, Gina was actually one of my first friends I met in Austin at a networking event at um, her first business. Yes. So we, oh my gosh, how long have we known each other? I think it's been like three years. I think so. Yeah. Four. Um, and we've kept in touch ever since. Definitely been helping each other out in the business world. And I just freaking adore you. Same girl, same. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you. What are you currently doing? Okay. So um, I am a little bit of like a unicorn. I consider myself a dualpreneur, meaning I do still have my full time job. Uh, but I do also run my business um, in my own time. So right now I am, um, I like to call myself the chief sarcastic officer at Sarcastic Merch. Um, it is a monthly subscription for all funny, witty, sassy, sarcastic t-shirts. So every single month I deliver a t-shirt um, in different categories. So you can choose whichever category you want to, whether it's a general, general sarcasm, fitness, or for moms. Um, I'm working on adding more categories as we grow and scale, but um, that's what I'm offering right now. So the fun part about it is that it's like a surprise. So every single month you have no idea what you're getting. Um, and I think that's kind of the fun part of it all. I love it. I'm rocking one today. My yeah, brain. me too. <laughs> I like that one too. That one's like the Barney colored one. That one's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I love getting them every month. I was like, oh, I never. It's like, you know, it is a fun surprise. You get to open yeah, it. Yeah, like, you oh, never know what say? you're going to get. <laughs> exactly. It's super cool. So how did you come up with Sarcastic Merch? You know, it was kind of a combination of everything that I've done in the past couple of years because... Um, growing up, my parents were very entrepreneurial. Like they have only owned their own businesses as their main source of income, like whenever they immigrated uh, to America and just growing up in that environment, like I kind of, I didn't think I would ever end up being an entrepreneur because that's not what they wanted for me. Like, you know, when they come over, they expect you to go to college and get a good job with a 401k, blah, blah, blah. And whenever I chose this path for myself, they were kind of like shocked. Um, anyway, so I always loved, like, I, I have three older brothers. Like, I'm a super big tomboy. I never really had a lot of girlfriends. It was always just like me and the boys. And I never got into fashion the way that most women do. Um, and I would wear literally like leggings and a t-shirt all the time. And the t-shirts that I found were really like, didn't really display like my personality as well as I wanted it to. So I wanted to create something for my type of girl, because I know I am not the only one out there. Um, so really just um, sharing with the world, my personality and being able to really help other women do that too, through just a t-shirt. 
Love it. Yeah. I live in t-shirts like 90% of the time. Yeah. It's very, I mean, it's so easy. You don't have to like think about matching. You don't have to iron it. Like it's just easy. (laughs) It is. Yeah. You can't go wrong with just a nice comfy (laughs) t-shirt. So do you work from home for your other job too? Yeah, I do. So I am working fully remote and I have a flexible schedule at work. So I get to, um, luckily be able to do whatever I need to get done at my job and then work on my own business um, every other time that I'm free. That's super cool. So tell us a little bit, how did you become an entrepreneur? Because I know this is not your first business. Yeah. So I kind of talked about it before, just like with my parents having their own businesses and stuff. And I think it was really funny. Like I have very vivid memories of them like starting up their businesses and I'm on the phone with like like setting up their utilities for their business because they didn't speak very good English. So here I am like teenager translating like business documents for my parents. And I think that's kind of when it started. Um, Just them showing me the ropes of all of their businesses. And so the first business that I started was Toast and Timber, the DIY uh, studio in, in Austin. And, um, kind of the universe put everything into place for me for that business. And my sister-in-law had the opportunity for me to be her partner in the business. And I packed up all my shit and sold everything and moved to Austin. And I haven't looked back since. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like the whole goal with it is really, um, I wouldn't say it's financial freedom. I would say more freedom of time. Like I value time way, way more than I do money. And so if I can create something that's like super passive, that doesn't require a lot of my time, um, that's kind of my end goal here. So hopefully retire by the time I'm like 40. I don't know. That's like in nine years. So I don't know if that's happening, but we'll see. I <laughs> love that. Yeah. Right. Time over money. That is. Yeah. Especially as an entrepreneur, you know, you have to value your time. Um, 100%. If you don't, nobody else will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, did you know you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? I know you oh said gosh, your parents no. <laughs> said they did um, not. So. so, I was kind of like PTSD for my parents because they literally work every single day. Um, like sun up to sun down. And like, I didn't want that for myself and they didn't want that for me either. And so, I didn't really think that I was going to go down that path. But once I got into it, it was just really empowering because you, you don't know what you don't know. And so you really just put a lot of energy into really just figuring it out. Um, And I really enjoyed that rush because it's like, okay, well, I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. Um, So no, I don't think I ever knew like growing up, but once I stepped into it, it kind of just was one of those things that really made sense for me to do. So are your parents still working, you know, full-time in their companies? Oh my gosh. Yes, girl. They will never retire. (laughs) Um, So my parents are like really close to retirement age, but I just, they're so busy body. They're never going to retire, but my mom, so my parents moved back to California a couple years ago and my mom owns a nail shop. Um, and my dad owns his own plumbing business out there. So they're both very much just doing their own thing. Um, and I'm really happy for them. I mean, they love it. They also have the freedom of time too, although they don't really have a lot of free time because they really do enjoy working. So, uh, yeah, they're still, still in it, have never worked for anybody else besides themselves. 
That's super cool. I like yeah. that. So some big setbacks of yours. I know every person has had some setbacks in their lives. So what's a big setback that's happened to you? Um, you know, I really wouldn't call it a setback because every rejection is redirection, right? Um, I mean, my first business, unfortunately, we did have to shut it down due to COVID. Uh, but honestly, I think that that was really for the best. Um, I don't regret it by any means. And I don't think it was a setback uh, because I learned so much about myself, about other people and about growing businesses during um, those three years while the business was open. And um, I mean, I would say it set me back a couple years in life, but um, again, all of the skills that I learn uh, far surpasses that. So I would say it's a hundred percent worth it. And I don't regret a single thing. I love that. Yeah. You know, you got to learn from your, you know, struggles and always, right? Yeah. hundred percent. Like, I feel like I don't really regret anything. Like if I ever do regret anything, it's always regretting the things that I didn't do versus the things that I did do. And it was just one of those things. Like if I didn't do it now at that time, then I would have never done it. So for real. Yeah. I would definitely regret things. I was like, Oh, I should have, you know, gone to that thing or should have, you know, just taken the leap and done that, you know, instead of starting it three years later or something. Exactly. (laughs) Entrepreneurship has many ups and downs. How do you handle the bad days? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, you know, I'm fine. I'm really funny. Like most people like wind down with like a drink or two, like at the end of the day, I don't drink, I don't smoke. I don't do any of that stuff. Um, so honestly, I, you know, the biggest stress reliever for me is really just working out. And I fell off the wagon of doing that for a long time. And a lot of people don't really realize like taking care of your physical body has everything to do with your mental health. And so I'm slowly working back towards it. Um, I was really, really strong like a couple of years ago, and I'm trying to get myself back into it. So um, just working out and understanding that not everything is in my control and it's okay to not be in control. Um And you just have to trust that the universe is going to guide you in the path that you're meant to go on. Um, But yeah, it's mostly working out and like getting angry at the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Letting go of control. I, yeah, that's a, that's a struggle I think for most women in general. Yeah, It's it's really hard because like whenever you're in your business, it's really hard for you to pass that off, like responsibilities off to somebody else because they might not do it as good as you or as detailed as you, but you have to understand that sometimes, you know, done is better than perfect. And you just have to move forward instead of just being stuck on all the small details that don't really matter. Right. Nobody's going to ever care as much as your business as you're going to, but that does not mean that you can't hire people because that's a huge step in (laughs) growing and moving forward. So I also know that you did 75 hard pretty recently. How was that journey? Um, so this was my second round of 75 hard and I messed up the first two weeks. Um, I forgot to take a freaking progress picture. (laughs) I woke up in the middle of the night to use a bathroom and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, shit, I freaking forgot to take that picture. Um, and that was while I was on vacation, which totally sucked, but I did have to restart. And this time around was really different because I actually did it with my husband 
he had zero interest in doing it with me until this year. And so we did it together. And it was really nice to have that second person like supporting you physically and mentally. Um, I overall, like towards the end, I started to really have resentment towards the program because I was like, okay, I'm doing like the absolute bare minimum just to knock these things off my to-do list, but I'm not doing it with intention the way that is meant to be done. So unfortunately I ended early. Um, I think I ended it like two weeks early or something like that. Um, but I'm still incorporating a few things in my everyday life now. Um, I think 75 Heart is amazing. I think everybody needs to do it at least one time in their life. Uh, Cause it is really helpful. And especially in the mental aspect, like the, the working out part. Yeah. That's hard, but that's not the whole thing. Like I would say that's like 10% of it. <clears throat> I'm sorry. These allergies in Austin got me. Oh, they're killer. Yeah. They're killer. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I messed up, but I had integrity to recognize that myself and to restart again. But at the very end, like I knew that my head wasn't just in it and I knew that I was doing it for the wrong reason. So I ended it, but I have thought about restarting again, um, pretty soon. So we'll see. (laughs) I think that's the biggest thing about 75 hard too, is holding yourself accountable and being, you know, having that integrity with yourself and being like, oh, you know, I could just keep going, you know, what does the picture matter? But it does matter, you know, like this is how the program's supposed to go. Right. And it's, it's all about zero compromises. So it's not, you know, I can have a cookie today, but not tomorrow. (laughs) Like it's not, it's not about that. So um, yeah, I kind of cheated myself at the end, but I'm glad, I'm glad I did it. It was really, it's been really life-changing for me. I feel that resentment too toward it. Cause I like, you know, I failed phase one at like day 28 and then like I started phase one again and I was like, oh, oh we God. finally just finished it. But like, oof. Yeah. Well, like somebody was talking about like, oh, how's your 75 hard journey? It's going amazing. Right. I'm like, I don't know. I was like, I need to finish like, this freaking live hard program. I'm never doing it again. <laughs> I know. It's like, it freaking sucks. Like I'm never doing it again. But, I mean, it's great though. Like it is, what yeah. you get out of it is great. But once you're like in it, it's like, when the hell does this end? <laughs> um, but it's good. I think every entrepreneur should do it at least one time in their life to say that they did do it. For sure. I totally agree. So what tips do you have for women who want to start, who are on the brink, you know? Um, I think the biggest tip that I can give, and I didn't realize this until last year, was that you need to surround yourself with other like-minded women and really support each other because entrepreneurship is lonely and nobody else is really going to quite understand it unless they've been in those shoes before. So surround yourself with other people who have gone through the journey or are kind of at the same starting point as you are. So you guys can like really grow and learn together. Um, It doesn't even matter what industry you're in. Like I feel like everybody goes through the same woes of entrepreneurship. So Like, even if you're in a different industry, I would recommend that because having diversity in your thought process is going to be really helpful to making business decisions. Um, So surrounding yourself uh, with like-minded women, um, don't be afraid to go out there and network. Um, I would say those are like the main two and just freaking do it. Like, don't let imposter syndrome hold you back from 
doing what it is that you want to do because you are the only person that has your talent and the world deserves to experience it with you. For real. And everybody feels like an imposter. It's not just you. <laughs> oh, everybody does. Jeez. I still do. I still do. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's natural. Like we're, we're our own worst critic. Right. But like, once you talk to everybody else, they're like, you're so amazing. You do this and you do that. And I'm like, well, I don't really feel that way. <laughs> uh, but it's true. Like we just have to remind ourselves like what badass women that we are and just take it for what it is and move forward. Exactly. Love it. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. What is your favorite book that you recommend? Ooh, I have so many favorite books, but the one that most recently that I read that I really love is called uh, We Should All Be Millionaires by, oh gosh, I don't even know who wrote it, but it's a great book. You can find it on Amazon, obviously. Um, it's written by a woman, Rachel Rogers. Um, you can actually read it for free on prime reading if you have the Kindle app and she just provided so many like tangible tips in there that really made sense and clicked. Um, and I loved it. I'm actually going to start rereading it here in a little bit. So that is my book of the year right now. We should all be millionaires. That sounds like an amazing title. So I agree. Yeah. (laughs) I'm definitely going to pick it up. Uh, How can people connect with you? Um, so on Instagram and Facebook, it's at shop sarcastic merch. And my website is a shop merch.com. Love it. Yeah. These t-shirts are super high quality. I love getting them every month. So definitely <laughs> everybody needs to go check it out. Yay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the woman in power podcast. Please hit the subscribe and like button to see more episodes. New episodes air every Wednesday morning, so please join our Facebook group, Women in Power, for the latest updates and news about our podcast.